I am a very gratefully recovered uh, for 30 years now almost. I've been in recovery, a food addict and codependent by the grace of God. And I'm really excited to share with you uh, this morning, this afternoon. Um, it was funny when you kept saying like, you're, un you're unmuted, they said in 20 and 20 and 2021, that is the most used phrase. <laughs> you're on mute or you need to unmute. <laughs> so sorry about that. Yay. Okay. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about belief systems today um, and how incredibly significant they are to our recovery because the definition of a belief is something that we hold, an individual holds to be absolutely true. Okay, that is what a belief is. It's something that you hold to be absolutely true. And they affect everything that we do in our life. It's a system that runs underneath the water and it in our life and it affects everything that we do and everything that we say. It all comes from our belief system. It gives us like a map to navigate our life with and our environment with. And it's like the operating system of a computer. You don't see it, but it affects absolutely everything that happens in your life, your belief system. So how do we end up with this belief system, right? It's designed by God. It's imparted to us. Well, we acquire beliefs in two ways, through experience, and we accept beliefs from someone we trust. So those are the two ways that we do it. So I'm sitting in a chair, right? I believe that the chair will hold my weight. For me and for most of us, because we've experienced that as children, we've crawled on furniture, this thing that looks like a chair holds our weight. So I believe that the chair holds my weight and that's why I sit in the chair. If I didn't believe that the chair would hold my weight, I'd be standing up talking to you. I wouldn't be sitting in the chair. I used Zoom today because somebody I trust told me it would work, <laughs> right? I, I don't know all the inner workings of it. I accepted that as a truth that I believe that Zoom will work. If I didn't, I'd be standing up trying to talk to you with Skype. So that's how we acquire those beliefs. It's such an integral part to who we are and how we function that um, we start acquiring beliefs right away. Some scientists say we may even start acquiring beliefs within the womb, but we certainly start to acquire beliefs through experience as soon as we're born. So an example of that would be, that's the only way that we acquire beliefs is experientially before you have the intellect to be able to do anything more than that. So an example of that would be, a baby that has really bad ear infections and is in pain a lot. No matter what their parents do, no matter how much their parents love them, they're in pain. And they cry and they cry and they cry, and that pain doesn't get relieved. No fault of anybody's. A belief will form in that child, can form in that child, that there's no point asking for help because when they're in pain, no one comes to help them. And that forms a core belief. Those beliefs that you start to acquire as an infant and as a child are the deepest beliefs that you have, right? They're way down in the operating system. They're the deepest beliefs that you have. So sometimes they're positive beliefs. A child that has their needs met will develop the belief that their needs do get met, right? And they're worthy to have their needs get met. So as we move out of the infant stage and we get to the child stage, we have experience, but now we have beliefs that get developed because we accept them from a trusted source. And as children, all adults and people in authority are a trusted source. We don't have the intellectual capacity to be able to say, you're trustworthy, you're not trustworthy. All of those are a trustworthy source. So by the same token, we get positives and negatives there, right? If you have teachers who say, listen, you're smart, you're really good at sports, you're really worthwhile, we integrate that as a belief that goes into our belief system, the Rolodex that we have, have that says, this is who I believe I am, this is how I can function in the world, I'm, I'm capable, I'm athletic, I'm smart. 
by the same token, we can't have a belief system that says you're stupid. You're stupid, you're dumb, you're unworthy, you're fat, you're ugly, whatever it is. That goes into the belief bank too. These ones are really, really deep down inside. So while we're children and don't have the intellectual capacity to be able to really examine a belief, we absorb whatever beliefs we're given or whatever experience that we have. It just gets absorbed into our, our core belief system of who, how we see the world. When you become an adult, though, <laughs> every belief is a choice. Every belief is a choice. Now, that's hard to believe sometimes, but it's true. Every single belief that we have is a choice. And everything that we do comes out of the belief system that we have. Now, we run into trouble, and I know I ran into trouble, when what you think you believe and what you really believe are different. And that happened to me particularly in recovery. That's where this one came out the most, right? Uh, I was down in the States. I was recovering from, from uh, my eating disorder, my eating addiction. I was in the restrictive portion of my eating disorder, my, my, my active in that addiction. And I was really good at, at listening to everything that everybody told me, right? That food, now we're talking just about food, but that food was a, was a source of nourishment. Um, it came from God. It was a gift. It was all these things, right? And I could repeat all of that stuff, but I struggled and struggled and struggled with my recovery because I didn't believe any of it. What I believed was food made me fat, fat meant I was ugly, ugly meant I was unworthy. So I was never going to have a healthy relationship with food until I recognized that my belief, the core belief that had sat in there because of my experiences and because of what people had told me, wasn't healthy and was wrong. And then I had the choice to say, you know what? That, that belief hurts me. That's not a truth. That, that's a lie, right? As adults, we have to start searching through those beliefs to see what's true and what's a lie, what's hurting me and what isn't hurting me. And one of the hardest things to do is to drill down deep, 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 deep into those real, real deep truths of what I really, really do believe about myself. What do I really believe? As a Christian, right, I knew for years that I was a child of God, that I was redeemed, that I was lovable, that I was worthy, that I was worthwhile. All of those wonderful things that Jesus tells us that we are, right, and he tells the truth, I didn't believe any of them. I believed in Jesus, but I didn't believe any of those things. It wasn't until I got to a crisis place and got completely cracked open that I realized that I was operating on a belief system that came from my childhood that was the exact opposite of truth, that it was a lie. And one of the things that happens when we have beliefs that are a lie, or any belief for that matter, is we lead our lives because our brain is designed, designed to make sense of our world, right? So what we do then is we, we look for reinforcement of what we believe. So if I believe that I'm a worthwhile person, I'm going to look for reinforcement of that. I'm going to be around people who think I'm a good person and a worthwhile person. I'm going to accept praise. I'm going to do all of those things. But if my core belief is that I'm not a worthwhile person, and because my brain is designed to make sense of the world that I live in, and I have a core belief that I'm not valuable, guess what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to reinforce the belief that I'm not valuable by entering into relationships and situations that reinforce that core belief that I have, that I'm not valuable. But part of the problem is that we don't recognize what our real core beliefs are. And that's the hardest thing. We know what we think we should think. I like to talk about it it's like the press release. We have a press release, release. We have a press release, release of our life that says this is what I believe. 
And lots of times the press release doesn't match with the reality of what's going on deep down in that operating system. And that's why those two things don't match. <laughs> right? We, we, what we believe is what we, what we action on. Right? So if you've got action that's opposite to what you think you believe, then you need to have a look there because there's a belief sitting there somewhere that's completely different from what you think it is. Like I said, if you think you're a worthwhile person and every relationship you've ever had is abusive and with people who don't think you're worthwhile, then you need to have a look at that because it probably means that you don't think you're worthwhile. What's your real belief? What do you really, 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 in your deepest, darkest core, what do you really believe about yourself? And then who told you that? Is it a trustworthy source for real? Was it trustworthy just because they were adults and you were a child and so you weren't able to intellectualize that and it became they became trustworthy just because by default they're trustworthy? Well, we're adults now, right? Where did that where did that belief come from? Did it come from a trustworthy place? If you grew up like I did in an abusive household with people who had terrible emotional problems and all kinds of unhealed trauma, 99% of what they told me I, I should believe about myself was not trustworthy. <sighs> Right. As an adult, and as I went through my recovery program, I was able to look and see, you know, everyone has unhealed trauma. And if I have unhealed traumas and my parents were operating in this bizarre way, that's because they had unhealed trauma, too. But that means that what they told me and the things that I took on as my core beliefs weren't right. They were they were wrong. Right. I took on this belief that everything was my fault. I took on this belief that I had to control everything because if I didn't you know that somehow because i came from such a dysfunctional family that somehow it was my responsibility to hold everything together so that i would be okay right that's a that's a a reasonable belief for a child to hold on to when they're in a dysfunctional home if i if, if dad is mad he hits me i need to make sure that dad isn't mad then my core belief becomes it's my fault if dad hits me because i didn't make him happy right but it's not a true belief it comes from a skewed place it's not coming from a valid place. And these things get buried so deep down inside of us that we don't even recognize that they're going on until it comes out in a behavior. That's one of the wonderful things about doing the inventories, right? They start to come out. Like you, you can see that the, the line goes like this and then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. you know, it's like, what happened there? There's something there that doesn't, that it doesn't, isn't working properly. Nine times out of 10, it's a core belief. That's, that's wrong. That's a lie, right? that if I'm a child and my dad leaves me, which my dad did, my core belief became that, that everyone leaves. No, my dad left, right? But my core belief was everyone leaves because my dad left. So what happened was in my life, I'm waiting for everybody to leave, right? I'm functioning on, I, I have a core belief that's not true. Right. And scripture tells us this wonderful thing about Jesus keeps saying, I am the truth. I am the truth. Listen to me. I am the truth. This is the truth. So what I had to learn how to do was see myself. And it's really interesting. Big Daddy Weave has a wonderful song called uh, Redeemed. And he was the uh, head of the band, Big Daddy Weave. And he struggled terribly with a food addiction. He had a lot of issues with his weight. And he finally got to this place before he wrote that song where he realized that true humility was seeing himself as God saw him. That that's true humility. That's the truth, right? So I need to go into scripture, and there's that beautiful section, John, in, in, in Life Lab, where it says, 
how God sees us as worthy and strong and and uh, you know all of those wonderful things. That's how God sees us. That is the truth. We may not operate in in it all the time, but that is the truth. What is the truth? What do I really believe? And that's part of that inventory system. Go in and have a look. What do I really believe? And it's not it's not easy. It's hard to recognize, to admit, to believing something that is really painful about yourself or that's wrong, or then admitting that it's wrong. And as you get older, sometimes it's even harder because as you go along, you're like, well, I've spent my whole life believing something that's wrong. You tell me I'm 60. I've been doing it wrong for 60 years. Oh, I can't admit that. (laughs) You're telling me I did it wrong. But there's the freedom in that. That's what recovery is, right, is the freedom to be able to to be who God intended us to be, right? Because when I'm operating in with these belief systems that are incorrect, I'm in pain all the time. And when I'm in pain all the time, I'm going to reach for that ease and comfort. And that ease and comfort nine times out of 10, when we're an addict, that's the danger. We're going to reach for ease and comfort. That's I'm going to reach for food or not food, or I'm going to jump into a crazy relationship and get stuck in a whole bunch of drama because I need that ease and comfort because I'm operating on a, a belief system that's a bunch of lies and the lies are hurting me and I'm uncomfortable and it's so painful I can't get past it. But I can't fix that unless I really look at what I really, really, really believe. What do I really believe? Do I believe I'm worthwhile? Do I, do I believe that Jesus died for me? For me. Uh, do I believe that Jesus died for everybody? John said that wonderful thing. If you run into any idiots today, that's how many idiots you are away from, from Jesus. He believes that he sees that in everybody. Right? It's all about what do I really believe. And the way that you can get to that is by reverse engineering it. How am I operating? If I say in my press release that I think everybody is valuable and worthwhile and I treat somebody like garbage, what do I really believe? Right? I don't believe everybody is worthwhile. (laughs) If I did, I would treat everybody like they were worthwhile. What we believe, what we hold true is how we operate in the world, which is one of the reasons why Christianity gets a bad rap because people see hypocrisy in that. They hear one set of words, they see one set of actions, right? What is truth? The truth is what you really believe. That is the truth, that it comes out in how we respond and how we act. And the wonderful, amazing thing about human beings, unlike any other thing in creation, is that we are able to choose what we believe. We can change what we think, we can change what we believe. When we change, when we change one thing, everything changes. If you change one belief, it tumbles into everything that you do. If you fully accept that you are a lovable person, everything will change. Your relationships will change. How you, how your body operates will change. Everything will change when you change one thing. Because we're gifted that we're able to do that. Every single belief that we hold is a choice. I choose to believe that. And if you choose to believe something, you can choose when it's wrong to not believe it anymore. To believe something different. To believe something better. So unlike animals, I get this vision all the time, right? If you take a penguin and you put the penguin in the desert, the penguin is going to walk along in the desert looking for the ocean for fish until he burns up and dies. But if you put a human being, because of the incredible way that we're created to be able to adapt and change, you put a human being in the desert, they're going to cover their head from the sun 
and they're going to look for other ways of being able to function because the truth of their environment is going to be different from where they are before. They're going to believe something different. The penguin will only believe there's only ever fish. A human being will be like, okay, wait a minute. Now I have the opportunity to change my belief. I'm in a desert. There's sand here. It's different. We have that opportunity every single day. But you cannot change what you don't recognize, and that's where the denial piece comes in. If we only adhere to what we think we're supposed to believe and we never get to a place where we honestly look at what we honestly do believe, then sustainable change and recovery isn't possible. Because our beliefs are who we are, really who we are. And it's, and it's how we interrelate, how we relate to the world, and what we see and what we do. And that's an ongoing process. There's layers of belief, right? Like I said, the deep, 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 deep ones that you get to, Sometimes it takes a couple of years to get to that place. But what we believe, we act on. And the important thing is to start to drill down and recognize what do I really believe? Do I really believe that? It's like people will say it's easy to believe in God, but do you believe God? Do you believe what he says to you? Do you believe, do you believe what he said, who he says you are? Or do you not? It's all about belief. And having the courage and the, the courage, the bravery to be able to really look at those things. Because sometimes they're ugly. Sometimes they're ugly. You know, I, most of my beliefs were negative beliefs about myself. But what if you have a belief that says, I think I'm better than everybody? Right? That isn't true either. That's an incorrect belief. That's an ugly belief to have to recognize in ourselves. I don't believe everybody deserves my love. Ooh. Ouch, that's an ugly one too, especially when the press release says as a good person we're supposed to love everybody and respect everybody and see everybody the same way. And we can certainly get there, but we can't get there until we recognize and accept and look at what our real beliefs are and then choose what we're going to believe, what we're going to accept as true. And the fact in our culture right now, one of the things that's happening and every reason everybody is so at sixes and sevens is because we've got this situation where everybody is saying that everybody else isn't trustworthy, right? So if I can't trust anybody, then how, you know, how, how do I function, right? We're not functioning because you have to function on a belief system and we get our belief systems frequently from people that we trust, right? So we have to recognize who's trustworthy and the first place to, the first place to, judge that against there's a thing in scripture that says every thought captured to christ you the place that the the, the the yardstick that you should be using for truth is always is always scripture how does god see me and if it's opposite from how god has said he sees me then who told you that who told you that and why are they trustworthy are they trustworthy are they trustworthy well what is trustworthy well, God says, I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. I am the truth, the way, and the light. I tell you the truth. If you come from a place where you have beliefs that you have been told to you by people who are not trustworthy, you can trust in that. Start there. And use that as the as the sieve that you sieve your data through. Because we, we acquire new beliefs through data. It's input. Stuff comes in, right? And we sieve it through what we already know and what we already believe, and out comes another belief. Right? If you're using a sieve, a belief system that's flawed, as you move through life and you acquire new beliefs, those beliefs are going to be flawed because they're based on a flawed system. The whole wonder about 
coming to coming to grace is the fact that no use this this is true use this to sift it through right and there's the scripture about like focus on everything that is beautiful everything that is pure everything that's wise through the renewal of your mind renew your mind it says you need to change your belief system what do you choose to believe when you choose to believe the truth then you're going to be operating in truth if you choose to believe an untruth you're going to be operating in untruth and god is good so his truth is good operate in that truth and you're always going to be all right operate in another truth and you may not always be right righteous not right it's an i'm right and you're wrong in that situation so it's really i always find it fascinating that that everything that we do every single thing that we do from sitting in a chair getting up getting on a bus turning your car on walking down the stairs everything that we do is based on belief i believe that when i walk down the stairs the stairs are going to hold me up i believe when i turn the door knob the door will open all those things our belief system is operating a thousand trillion times a day and we ignore it we don't even recognize that it's happening right but it's so powerful it 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 influences and and uh is responsible for everything that we do so <laughs> what do we really believe and is it right and if i believe that who told you that does it come from a right place or does it come from a place that's not trustworthy and as we walk through recovery we get better and better i find it anyway that you get better and better at being able to discern what's trustworthy and what's not trustworthy right at the beginning you might need to really ask 100 people but as you move through it you'll get better and better at recognizing what's trustworthy what's trustworthy and what isn't and using that filter that filter of truth the truth of god as your filter as opposed to whatever filter you may have given before been using before especially if it was faulty and full force and there we go <laughs> i don't know where the time is